PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Welcome in, everybody. How's it going? I'm Chris Kiefer, and this is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for downloading this episode, and thank you for subscribing to our channel right here. And, of course, thank you to all of you listeners for supporting our advertisers because we're going to talk about them right now. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. There's a crap ton of side-by-sides. I just came home today, and there's a crap ton by the house, so you guys are out there motoing down. Uh, go shop at Rocky Mountain ATVMC, but... Please, if you can, I said please, go to keyforinktesting.com. Click on the Rocky Mountain banner. That's the only banner ad on my site. It's the only advertisement that I have. Just click on that, and that leads you back to their site, and that gives us a snippet, a slice, a piece, however you want to say it. It just gives us a little bit of joy from what you guys are purchasing. So thank you. I see what you guys – I can actually see what you guys are ordering. I can click on uh, – each of your guys' order and see what you guys have. And uh, just so I know how much exactly that I'm getting from your order. So thank you guys so much for doing that. It really does help uh, keep this show up and moving. Let's them know that you like this show. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's all a good thing. So FXR Racing, you want to get some new gear. Aiden and I looked really good this weekend at the Cow Classic at Glen Helen. Uh, and that is directly due to Milt, Carson, Andy, and the guys over at FXR Racing there is a code KKMX35, 35% off gear. That's a crap ton of uh, money off for some gear. Trust me, gear is expensive, so getting 35% off is really nice. FXR does it right. That's some really nice colorways up right now. Some of my favorite is uh, the white and blue stuff that I wore today. I really like that. Of course, you guys know I like white. Uh, and if you're a lady and you like to moto down, I have a special code for you. Hit me up, Chris, K-R-I-S, at KieferInkTesting.com. I will get you that lady code, and you can buy some gear, rub it in your dude's face or your parents or whatever. And, yes, you must be a lady, preferably if you guys have a picture of you guys writing. Sorry, you ladies writing. I would like to see it because some of you snakes out there that have a snake want to act like a woman and say, I want the woman code. So, nope, ain't going to do it. Sorry, can't do it. I have a special code for you ladies to beat the dudes out there. So go check it out. Great stuff over at FXR Racing. Helium line, Revo line. Uh, that's eight and nine favorite sets of gears. So go check them out. And Mark and the gang at REP Suspension, they save a lot of guys behinds today at Glen Helen. Let me tell you, if you're a KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas guy, there's a lot of REP stickers on the forks. I've seen a ton of them out here today at Glen Helen. And uh, they also do KYB stuff. They also do Showa stuff. Use the code KKREP to set yourself up with Mark and the guys. Get 100 bucks off of your revalve, so that is nice. And uh, they do great work. Mark is an s- exceptional, smart human being. Trust me. Uh, he listens to techno when he, when he works, though. I don't know how he can do that. Ooh. But some people need music. 
I like working with music, but techno, I seems like I don't know if I could do that. So, uh, thanks to all of our 2023 sponsors: Power Motorsports, Works Connection. Lots of Yamaha stuff with Works Connection. So, um, if you guys need some Works Connection parts, hit me up. I'll get you in contact with the guys over there and use the code Key for twenty, save twenty percent off. Lit Pro. Hopefully, you guys are doing the hundred lap challenge. Aiden sucks right now. I am almost done with my hundred laps. I think I got 96. I want to finish that up this week. The 100 lap challenge at Lip Pro. Get a free T-shirt, and if you are a Lip Pro member, you do 100 laps. I'll get you a free Kiefer Ink T-shirt as well. You didn't know that, did you? Nope. Thanks right. for sharing. That's Heather. So now you do. <laughs> I already have a couple that I have written down here that I need to give you that have done 100 laps, and we owe them a treat T-shirt. Uh, 6D helmets. International Vet Motocross Association. They had their race in Fernley, Nevada, this weekend. You know who runs Fernley? Gary? Oh, no. Nope. Who? Tyler Intiknap. Oh, I was thinking. You Tyler Intiknap and the guys over that. there had a great race this weekend. I heard it was a hell of a lot of fun, so that is cool. The next one is the 29th and the 30th at Hangtown, so check that out. Dunlop Motorsports MX-14 all weekend long. Didn't even take it off. We're going to talk about that. People were tripping out on that, but that was the key. Guess who switched to MX-14 today and did good? Who's that? Trevor Stewart. He's go. like, thank you, Kiefer, for this advice I put on MX-14. Booyah! Made, make a magic happen over here. I think Soph had a scoop on, too, didn't she? I told her as well. I was oh, there Saturday was. morning at practice. I go, what's this all about? She's like, I don't know. I need to put a scoop on. I go, yep. Scoop it up. <laughs> scoop it Pro taper, handlebars, screenprintingdone.com. Neil and the guys over there do all of our merch. They can do yours as well. Go visit them, screenprintingdone.com. Decal Works, Alpine Stars, Oakley. Best goggle made, Aiden. Best goggle made, Aiden. And Polysport Plastics. We got some Kawasaki plastics we need to put on your bikes, and uh, they're helping us out. And they are all over Rocky Mountain. So if you want a great set of replacement plastics for your ride, get some over at Rocky Mountain, and Polysport is the company to do that with. All right. Hello, Heather and Aiden. Hello. Hello. It's my family here in the studio today. We're going to talk about the— It's a very tired family. It's not bad. I'm, I'm not, not that tired. bad right now. I'm not tired. Maybe, look it. Isn't she the one that always is the most tired? We'll race all day. And she goes to sleep before we do. She'll be in bed right now. What time is it right now? It is 6.36. She will we be will asleep get, by 8.30. We will get done with this podcast at probably Hold. like 7. And she'll be in bed Hold right up. after this. She'll go straight You want to know the move real quick? Before you talk, Heather, I'm going to tell everybody the move. So my wife, this is what we do. <laughs> we'll go to bed. All right. Good night, Aiden. Love you. Everyone goes their separate ways. It goes in their bedrooms. Every We go to the same bedroom, though. It's like, let's yes, we go in the same up. bedroom. And then <laughs> Heather will call her bed. Okay, and then what mom does, Aiden, is she'll get this little, like, as a, as a newborn inside your mother's <laughs> tummy. There's called the, the, the embryo fetus move. She curls up, right? And then she'll go. And that's when I know it's fucking over, dude. Oh, I thought we were going to watch the Oh, F-bombs. sorry. Yeah, it's about F-bombs. Oh, that's uh, it's over. You. Like, that means game I go, over. Well, so she'll do that move, and I go, well, that's game. And she's like, what are you talking about? I go, that's a, that's a wrap. She's it's like, no, I'm rap. not going to go to sleep. And then, no, I'm not going to go to sleep. Sure shit, dude. She's out. Two and a half minutes later. Minutes. And then I'll elbow her. Huh? Dude, I'm, I'm up. I go, what happened on the TV right now? Uh, okay, I mean, I'm sleeping. <laughs> Why can't you just admit it the first time? Uh, <laughs> Hello, that's a question directed to you. Uh, next question, please. Moving on. Listen, 
It's. Yeah. I think it's more exhausting for me at a race Why? than it is for you guys because you guys go out. Yes, you do work your ass off. Correct. In your moto. Yes. However. After your moto, yep. you come back to the van and you sit down. I'm constantly running around, getting you water, making you food, making you making food. Making me food? I don't even eat. You ate yesterday. You have You snacks. pre-made my meal before I got there. No, I didn't. I made it at the track. Oh, s- thank you for the peanut butter and jelly that you just worked so hard over. <laughs> you slaved over. <laughs> Babe, can you give me goggles? Mom, I need my helmet cleaned. Babe, can you clean my helmet? Look, Look I'm not I debating. More... I'm not debating that you work a lot for us, but the thing is, Aiden, I'm just saying I don't sit down all day. I don't sit like I'm constantly moving around, walking up to go pee because I got to walk eight million miles to go to the bathroom and then back. And oh, can you see what motor they're on? And oh, can you go do this? I'm so constantly. Here's all a great over the question place. for me, all you moto moms out there, because this so these shows. So what we're doing today, we're going to talk about the cow classic. We just got home. We're going to talk about the weekend, how it was ran. And this is what we do, right? I'm super stressful. My heart rate was 139 on his start. Actually, on both your starts. So you know what? Middle finger to both. She's of you right lying now. right now about my start because she give two shits about my start. Bullshit. So you moto moms out there, if let's let's hear from you. Email me Chris at Keyfering Testing or Heather at mm-hmm. Keyfering Testing and let us know. How stressful it is for you. Do you have a hard time? Do you have a big job to do during the day? What is your role in the day that's for your, you know, your husband or your son or daughter? Let us know. I'm curious. Well, and here's the thing. Like, I've talked to people. I know Libet Townsend gets stressed out when Grayson's racing. Mm -hmm. And she's only got one kid racing. Right. Same with Nicole Way. She gets stressed out when Vincent's out there. They don't have two boys out there. They got one. I have two. Two of you. It's really one. No, it's two of you. Are you with us today, Aiden? You, you said you weren't tired, and you're just silent. I'm with you. I mean, she's over here just rambling up a storm, but, I mean, we did just go out about how uh, she sleeps within two minutes, and then she started talking about Moto Mom, so we're on two topics so far. So we're here to talk about the Cal Classic. <laughs> every big amateur race, not every local race, but I feel like uh, it's one of the major events that we uh, we go to. Uh, we went to Texas, did a wrap-up about that. A lot of people listen. I checked the downloads on these shows, and it's a lot. And I get a lot of comments from people that they like this type of show because it lets them know what it's like, also the dynamic of us, which I think is not that interesting, but uh. maybe some think that. Oh, back to that. Eight miles. Every day I walked in Texas, back and forth. So don't tell me I'm not tired when That's I get in home. Texas. This was two days. I feel like I'm talking to Steve. We're Eddie. We're Eddie. Eddie. Dude. (sighs) I'm just saying. Is that the fireball talking that you had today that you weren't supposed to take? That was like way a long time ago. Forgot about that, didn't we, Aiden? I did forget about that. There was an agreement made, and she reneged on the agreement. She broke it. Ugh. You broke it? I had one. Another Moto Mom comment. Do you guys drink at the the track when your husband, son, or daughter race? You had a truly truly yesterday. She shot the fireball. Yeah, she had truly yesterday, too. I had to shoot. You shot the fireball. Shot the fireball. I had to shoot the fireball after his first moto with the glove incident. Like, I had to shoot the fireball. I was a nervous No glove, wreck. no love. Yeah, Michael Jackson over here. One, hey. one glove. <laughs> All right, so 2X Promotions puts on the Cal Classic. It's one of the – is it a major? Uh, like, what do you mean? like, what do you mean a major? I don't know. That's what they call the big – I mean, AMA. it's an AMA race. No, it's not – I don't – it's a featured event. It's a featured event. It's not okay. a major. It's a featured event. So what's the difference? A uh, uh, major event. Was Freestone? 
is Freestone. So Springading is a featured? Does your plate say major event on it? Or it says featured. featured. Uh, yeah, so it's a featured event. Featured okay. event. I mean, so whatever. It's, it's a big it's, race, but it's like the B class of A class. It's one of the bigger races in the western United States. Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the manufacturers, amateur support, do go to these races, and this is one of them. Is this the same level as AZ Open? Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, there we go. Uh, so I originally wasn't supposed to be at this race. We were supposed to have live swap. So, of course, I'm, I'm sure you guys listen to Pulp. And if you don't, I was scheduled to do live swap with Steve last Monday. And we were going to go our separate way. Steve was coming down here. But um, not to <laughs> talk about this over again, but this kind of sets up this whole show is we both backed out. Thankfully, I was midweek this week going, thank God I didn't go. Uh, not that Steve's... You know, workload was a lot during the week, but traveling and then doing a show, like it's a lot during the weekend, right? And having Steve come here to race and do what I do and take care of Aiden to make sure things okay would have been stressful on you, Heather. Very. Um, You're already stressed, and I'm here, so I can imagine if someone else, not just Steve, in general, was around. Right. Uh, We had our buddy Frappy Greg and Janky Mike. (laughs) We had Brooke. And Eddie. Okay. Okay. Ed, Ed, Edward was there Saturday. Edward yeah. was there Saturday. Uh, so we had a good team of people to help, but I think Steve would have been, uh, it would have been a long couple of days for Steven. Yes. Steve uh, would have hated life. And then he had to come, he would have to come home and just type daytime like I did, which has been rough for him. Would he been doing this show right now? Nope. Yes. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Just like I would have had to come from home from Atlanta and do the review pod. That's what he does. He flies home Sunday, and him, Weege, and JT do the review pod, which is <laughs> that's a lot of work, dude. It's probably so good. He is. Uh, let's just put it this way: he is happy that he didn't come, and I am happy that I didn't go over there. Yes, like it's it worked out. Yes, he wants to do it. I'd want to do it, but we have to find a time where Aiden's not racing. We've talked about outdoors. Look, and I'm not going to tell you we're going to do it because I mean we struck out twice. Yeah, it's twice now. So. Uh, strike out three times, and you guys are really going to be pissed. All you, Some of the hatred of tweets that I got. Oh, my gosh. They were so bad. Gnarly. Like it should suck like you do with Brownie. Like, just gnarly stuff. Like, unbelievable. Which, I have thick skin. Good for me. This guy last weekend on the After Dark said, you have crooked teeth, Kiefer. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> He's like, well, why don't you get it fixed? I'm like, because I, I don't give a fuck. No, I'm just no. I'm just like I'm older guy now. I don't feel like it looks weird to have an older dude with braces. I do think it's kind of weird when you see older people with braces. But like, I would love to have straight teeth, honestly. Like I would love to have straight teeth. We could do Invisalign. I don't know, man. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I got offered back in the day either braces or dirt bikes when I was younger, and I obviously you know what I chose, right? Yeah. So, I wonder where your life would be now if you didn't have if you would have went with braces and not dirt bikes. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> That's weird, right? I feel like that was your life right there. That was the life choice right there. Right. If you would have chose braces uh-huh. over dirt bikes, like would not this would here. not be here. Probably not, no. You Aiden probably... wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. Like, Why wouldn't you be here? Because because I, I didn't feel... meet you at a dirt bike track, though. I understand, but I just feel like probably it would have been a different chick. It would have just been a different road, probably. I probably would have got a lot more chicks. Yeah, you'd be with someone hotter. And I had to really work to get what I got because I had I was ugly, right? So I had to be, be funny. Yeah, this guy who got my number didn't call me for like three weeks. Yeah, I was busy, worked, bro. Worked hard. <laughs> Working real hard over here. I was busy. Working hard. You're lucky women. that you got straight teeth, dude. 
We didn't even give you the option. You got dirt bikes and straight teeth, little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> little asshole. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're here now. Didn't do it. So I'm going back up to the pulp Monday. Tomorrow. By the time you listen to this, you probably already probably gone passed. Yeah. <sighs> um, but we decided to do this on a Sunday night to, to uh, get it fresh in our minds. So we've done Cal Classic, I don't know. Three years. Three, four times. And it was been at Paula. I'm so. AKA Fox Raceway. So happy was at Glen Helen when of I course, saw. Go ahead, when I saw the post that it was Cal Classic at Glen Helen, I'm like, "Is this for real? Is this really happening? Yes. Could we be that lucky? We can actually stay at home and not right. get a hotel." Right. As you can tell, Hallelujah. the keepers don't like to travel. <laughs> but it is nice to be. It's 25, 30 minutes away from home. Right. Um, it's a track we ride quite often. Uh, Paula, I love riding Paula. It's fun. And if we lived down there, I would love to race it. It's fine. It just sucks driving and waking up at like four thirty in the morning, leaving at five. If you're if from if you're from California, you get it. If you don't, maybe you don't get it. But it, it's a it's a it's a taxing day, driving a lot. And I drive a lot during the week for testing. So when it's the weekend, and we got a. I mean, before Cal Classic was a four day event. You had Thursday practice, Friday, Saturday, Sunday racing, right? Yeah, and right. it was a three moto format. So it's changed over the years. Yeah. And, uh, Ryan from Kawasaki Team Green was. We were talking today, and uh, he's like, "Dude, I think it just works better with two motos." And I agree. It does. Like, so. But start, I, go ahead. I I think though the three moto form- format is nice just for Buffer. Loretta purposes. Like it gives them a better. Eh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I don't think this is geared towards Loretta. No, prep. I know, but like for you know, like the kids in Aiden's class, like the bigger classes, like I think it's good for them because. It's three motos. Like, it's not just two. You know, yeah. it's three. You got to have put together not two motos, three good motos. Yeah, but it is when you have um, but it is nice having an event that's over the course of several days, more than one day, it's tough to regroup, right? right. So no, you're I in a it. race mode during the day. Like, yesterday I was racing. I'm like, I just want everything to get over with today because right. I was in my groove, right? Right. I got to go home. Redo know, it tomorrow. Reboot tomorrow, which is tough, right. which is what kids have to do at Loretta's, right? So. I think the day, plural, is a better style of racing just to yeah. kind of, it's something different. Like when you go to local races, you like knock four motos out in a day. You're like, okay, I'm going home. Right. It's not realistic. No, it's kind of like not. a practice day when we ride yeah. a lot during one day. Yeah. So uh, kudos to 2X Promotions. Myron. Myron should be praised. And I've been critical of Myron and the 2X Promotions people because some of the times I've been to the races have been a little bit of a shit show. Yeah, <laughs> but this race was the best Cal Classic that I have been to. Uh, the motos were ran promptly on time. We had we knew exactly what the race order was the night before, which is rare. <sighs> we knew exactly what we were doing when we were going home. We could ride all of our first motos on Saturday, all of our second motos on Sunday, and that was it. Yeah, it was it's none just, of this three o'clock. Like, well, we'll let you know at three o'clock, and then right. three o'clock rolls around. It's like, well. Like in Texas, we don't know. You got to know the passcode to get in to where. Oh, when are we leaving? Hey, did you hear that? Did you hear this? Oh yeah, it's like some secret society, right? <laughs> so that didn't happen. It was nice. We knew exactly what we were doing, and we had our motos laid out. Yes. And Aiden rode three classes. I rode three classes, and it makes the day go by. Like I, I like riding a lot because it makes the day go by quick, and I'm not bored off my ass. Yeah, I felt like your guys's motos were. Spaced out good enough to where we had enough time in between, but not too much time. Except for, gives me a heart attack when you guys are both on the line at the same time. 
Just going to throw that out there. What? What's okay? So is that overwhelming or something? Or yeah, what it's is over. It? It's overwhelming. I, well, I wouldn't say overwhelming. I'd say it's nerve wracking. Like I get nervous regardless. Either one of you. Well, being. I think it's more nerve wracking for you, for me and him at this time because I was riding 450 Pro. I wasn't riding the age division class, right? So I think it's a little bit more heated. Correct. Versus me just going, oh, 30 Pro and Aiden's 450B. It's different. Right. 450 Pro and then 450B is like two big classes, right? Correct. I mean, I know that you're in there with, you know, these young little hotheads mm-hmm. that are ripping. Mm-hmm. And then you've got his division that's more young, hot-headed, yeah, yeah, ripping. And it's just, it's a lot of testosterone on the track. And I don't know. 137 is a high heart rate for not doing anything. <laughs> it was very. That's like a, that's like a 137 heart rate. It's like zone two. Dude, I w- I'm not even kidding. I look down at my watch. I'm well, like. Zone my three heart- sometimes. My heart rate was 138. I'm like. <sighs> You could burn fat at 138. <laughs> Good, let's burn some fat. <laughs> if you managed 138 for an hour, that's a great baseline ride. <laughs> that yeah. two hours at 138 is a great base ride. Ooh, what was it? Oh, Aiden's last moto. I looked at my watch and it said it was 87. I'm like, that's a lie. That is false because I felt like my heart was like gonna pound out of my chest. Um, Brooke was the same way. That's what Brooke said. Yeah, she said. Yeah, she doesn't talk much. What do you mean? She doesn't yeah. talk much. I I don't think she talked much because like she don't want to like ruin the program. We're gonna. Oh, that's right. I want to write this down. Girlfriend, first time girlfriend at the track. Okay, we're gonna talk about that too. Okay. Um. <laughs> all right. So we ran. The event was ran well. Uh, schedule was good. Shout out to Myra and the crew. The girls at the trailer are really nice. I like to have a good experience when I go to a race. I like to meet people that are smiling and happy. When you go to uh, a sign up trailer that, um, you get DMV vibes. I'm out. DMV vibes. Like, DMV <laughs> has a bunch of assholes in there. You've been to a DMV? Oh. You know what I'm talking about. And some sign-up trailers are kind of like that. What do you need? What do you want? And I don't blame you girls, guys, in the trailer because you got to deal with us assholes that are complaining about something. We need something from you. Hey, the transponder, I don't have a credit card. When's sign-up? When's practice? I'm sure you guys get a shit ton of crap. But it is nice to see, feel, mm-hmm. lovingness. In yes. a trailer. So, good job. Well, I think the warm weather also helps with... Really? Peop- yeah. You can't just be nice if it's cold? Well, I mean, you're cold and you're just kind of miserable and it just kind of, you know, sets the tone. I'm just saying. That's mom's. In about two hours. <laughs> going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, race prep. Aiden, let's talk about this a little bit. So, I got you on troll training. Yep. And... Give the people a little bit of background of what you've been doing, how it's laid out, a little bit of background for the troll training guys that maybe be interested in doing something. And then you vet guys can listen to this too as well because I've been doing this with Aiden. Go ahead. So like, what, what do you, how do you want me to explain? Like explain. Explain exactly what you do. What do you got? What you get on your phone? How it works? Where- well, so John and, and uh, Alex send you. Alex a, Martin. Yep, Alex Martin and John Wessling. Which is a trainer for UCLA uh, road bike team or mountain bike team, one of the two. And so you have to download this app. It's called Training Peaks, and then which can uh, go on your phone. Yep, yeah, go on your phone, your computer, uh, whichever one you prefer. Uh, they mainly prefer to do it on the phone, a little more accurate, mm-hmm. and you can uh, do more. And they send you the weekly. They give you your weekly plan in Training Peaks, and it show and they tell you like. Um, you tell them what days you're gonna ride, what days you ride normally, or uh, so. Stop right there for a second. So you vet guys out there, 
let's say you work nine to five, okay? And you're like, hey, Alex and John, I only can ride one or two days a week. Here's my days I'm going to ride. They'll lay your training program around that yeah. and your work. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. So, yeah, they, they, uh, they basically work around your schedule is yes. what they do. So they send you the weekly thing. So Monday you'll do whatever, whatever it is that they said you to do, Monday through Friday. Monday through Sunday, sorry. And they'll give you a day off. You'll ride whatever days you ride. Sometimes they'll have you do a workout after they ride or not. Depends on how much of the uh, of a workload they give you. Uh, but I think I've been on it for, would you say a month? A month? Yeah, almost a month. Almost a month. So it's not like you're going to see a shit ton of results from it. But it, So what I think it does for you, it, it, I'm not going to put this. Look at. Me and you train regardless anyway. We do train. It's not like we're sitting around like me and you ride a lot. When I ride, Aiden rides. When I test, Aiden usually goes with me unless he has some stuff to do, right? Yeah. So he rides a lot, but he could be a little bit more disciplined off the bike. So I needed someone besides myself to tell him what to do, and you dads know how this works. Your kids don't always listen to you even though that you may know more, shockingly, than they do. Um, so when I, when I saw Alex at Steve's, we started talking. He's like, I'd love to help Aiden, and I go, perfect, because – It'll help me, right? If you don't need to be babysat, right? You don't need someone hanging over your head. Hey, I have my trainer. I got to go see my trainer. You don't really need to have someone watching you do the shit if you know the exercises. And if you don't, that's fine. They have videos that show you how to do it, correct? Yeah. Because we were lost on a couple of so exercises. Yeah, no, they send, you, so they send you the workout that you do. And under each workout is a, uh, is a link to a YouTube video of how to do it. And it shows the guy doing it and everything. So, like, if you don't know what to do. Uh, there's the link right under that. Right. So Aiden doesn't need babysat. He just needs to told what to do. Shocking. 17 years old, right? So he has it laid out on his phone. He's held accountable. I know that he has work to do. If he doesn't do it, I'm in his ass. Or Alex and John's in his ass, which is how I want it, right? Mm -hmm. So he's held accountable like a job. He's got his homework. He's got to do his work around the house, and he's got training to do or riding to do during the day. Aiden does do homeschool after COVID, in case you guys are wondering. We're going to put him back in school, but decided to do this whole homeschool thing, which is not really homeschool. It's like online school, right, Aiden? It's like, it's like, a, it's like on-track school, if you guys ever heard of on-track school. It's kind of yeah. like on-track school, it's but except like for different sports. Michael Lieb's mom does this. It's not her thing, but it's similar to that. Yeah. Um, so he's been on it for a month. I've seen... A lot of good come out of this. Like he knows what he's doing. He's, what are you doing? Okay, I'm doing this. And he does it. That wasn't happening before. No. I would say, hey, you need to do this. And you're like, eh. Yeah. I was so just... what's what what what's the difference between me telling you what to do versus what you have on your phone now? Um, I guess just being under a schedule. But a schedule where like it's not the same thing every day. It's mm. not type dad. Of, type of Plain deal. and simple. Yeah. Maybe. That too. Right. <laughs> yeah. So – uh. Great job by the guys over there at Troll Training. Alex and John, they do a great job. Alex is super involved. Like, it's Alex it, is Alex is really involved. He texts me almost every week and asks like how my week's going. He just had a baby. He's still texting Aiden. Yeah, John is all. I mean, they can contact each other all the time. Yeah, yeah I talk to John all the time. John, John and Alex text me every week. I talk to John almost uh, every like two days or something like that. So if you need direction, this would be a great training program for you guys out there. I like that. It's nice because I don't hear you two bickering about, like, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't do this. And Aiden just kind of like, huh. Oh, right. 
So Aiden needed to go work out. <laughs> so I've been tagging along on 90% of what he's been doing. Yeah. Some of the gym work I haven't done because I've been busy working. But uh, we've been doing the cardio together. we riding together. So it, leading up to this whole event, it's been nice to see. Yeah. Um, so at least wanted to talk about that, the prep leading up to that, because that does matter. If you guys have goals, which you guys know that I'm big on goals, having one to two goals a year for us older dudes to help keep us motivated and keep us sane in this godforsaken world that all you do is work or you're, mm-hmm. you're doing house chores or you just need a little something for yourself. It's nice to have this direction and do it right. Don't do it half-assed. If it's if it means that much to you and you want to have a goal and you have it set in front of you, do it the correct way. This could be something that could help you guys. Right. Aiden, so, do you notice a difference in your fitness from this weekend versus the Loretta area at Mesquite back in? Loretta? Well, then he ride a mammoth qualifier before after yeah. that. Yeah. No, he rode Mammoth first, and then it was Mesquite, oh, okay. and then it was Texas. Like, do you notice anything different between? I did so, notice. I did. I did feel stronger. Like, um, I guess with Texas because Texas was probably the closest. to That was long the last motos. race, right? Well, yeah, to yeah. Long Motos versus. Yeah, I did notice. Weekend. Um, in my moto, my eight lapper moto, which is almost twenty minutes. Yeah, which was I think was the same as Texas. They had us do eight laps, and I did feel like I was able to push the entire time. And, uh, I think your bike was better, too. I did. Also, I think, yeah, too, uh, a little bit of it was my bike set up this time. And I think it's Glen Helen, and you know it more, so I think that helps. That, but also, too, I did, um, I didn't, I usually have an arm pump problem. I didn't get an arm pump. Actually, I got, like, a tiny bit of arm pump on the first day, but it wasn't anything too bad where I'm like, oh, my gosh, my arms are going to fall off. But then after, like, after that one, that one moto, I felt fine throughout the entire weekend, and... I felt strong. I felt like I was able to push and ride 100% every every moto. So, I, I, I mean, I was happy with it. I was happy with my fitness. Good. Uh, well, that, you just have to stay on it, though. Yeah. Right. So, anything with anything, guys, and this is what I told Aiden. This is maybe a good tip for you guys out there or young people listening to this. And I was guilty of this racing. I would go work my ass off, and I would. I would run, I would ride, I would work out, I would train the right way, and I would do it for two months, and then I would go to this race, and and just stop. No, I would go to this. I would go to the race, and I wouldn't do well. I would suck, or something would happen, and then it would deter me from the training. When I got home on you know Sunday night, Monday, I'm like, I just did all this freaking work, for nothing. and nothing worked. Yeah, I didn't win. There's no guarantees out there, people. You Let's say you do troll training. You do all this stuff, and then you go race. You might get eighth. That's part of it. That's just crazy. So the part that's hard, sure, the training is hard. But the, the part that is difficult is keeping the mindset to keep up with it. Okay, I got eighth. Shit. Go back to work. You work your balls off for another two, three weeks. Go to race. Oh, damn. I got fifth. Oh, shit. Well, Keep you... going. Go back to work. It will pay off. It's part of it. You got to chip, 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 chip away, and then hopefully you see the result, right? Now, if you're doing this and grinding for four and a half, five years, and you see nothing, then maybe you should pick another sport. Time to reevaluate life. <laughs> or a reevaluate your goal. Yeah. Something, right? Yep. But don't 
let your first try after you're busting your ass judge how you're going to direct your path. That's what I want. That's what I told you, right? Yeah, that's what you told me. You told me you said if you go out and get third or second this weekend, don't don't worry about it. Just go back to work and just keep keep chipping away at it. Yeah. Well, and Dad has also told you too that you're going to have highs and lows. You're going to have more bad days than good days. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then, and it's just attrition. That's what it is, and that's that's dirt bikes in general. Unless you're the very elite Carmichael, Stewart, Dunge, Chad, these guys, you're going to have more bad days than good. Look how many great riders there are that have had more bad days. Adam Cincerello comes to mind, you know? Yeah. I mean, great rider, unbelievable talent, has had a lot of bad days. And even Kenny Roxon. Awesome Forkner. He's won some races. Forkner, there's a lot of great dudes that have had high highs. And then slam, slam lows. Bottom of the bottom. So ease into this, guys. Work hard, love it, and then try to see the results and then look past the bad stuff. So um, I don't know how we got on that subject, but it just came into play. Yep, well. (laughs) Showtrain.com. I'm so fit. So we lead up to the event. We got the bikes ready. Aiden's bike is a little bit different from Texas, so I like to talk about our bike setup a little bit here in this podcast. So Aiden's bike a is... A lot different, I would say. A lot different. So Twisted Development, a.k.a. Jamie, does Aiden's engines, and Jamie has taken Jamie busted you... his ass for me. Yes. Jamie loves you. Like Jamie loves has me. taken you under his wing and has spent his own money. Yes. And lots of it, because I know what he's did, did yes. for you. And has made you a bike that you like. And I, I told him I will pay him, and he refuses. Uh, I've had paid him for some things, right? Yes. But he is a great dude, loves the sport. His kids race. He just loves being around. He is around everywhere. You look in the pro paddock, he is around everywhere. Yeah, didn't he go yesterday to the moto for kids at Paula for his kid? Yeah, he went today. He's at Brona Oaks today. Yeah, that's today. Yeah. <laughs> They're at Brona Oaks today. He was today. doing some yesterday and- down he called us today yep. and said, "Where are you? he's like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm driving home from Verona. So he was at the track all day, and then he has to go in the shop. Like, this is what I'm telling you about me being surrounded by it a lot, and I get a little sick of it at times because I can never get a break, right? Either we're talking about it, I'm typing about it, uh-huh. I'm uh, writing, so but it's tough, but he loves it. At the end of the day, though, it is our life. It is your life, but you need a break from certain things in your life. You want to talk about nails? You want to do a nail podcast? No, no, no one gives a shit about nails. Bullshit. You probably have a bunch of chicks talking about what you want to do to your nails. But I'm just saying, it's nice to take a break. Jamie does a lot. He busts his ass. He's there on a Thursday with Aiden, we were testing there. stuff. We were there for a long time. I think we were there at 10 o'clock, and we are there until the track closed. Look at this guy. Look yeah. at this guy. What? Big tester guy over here to the right. <laughs> and we were there all day, bro. We were just grinding and testing. We were grinding settings. Welcome to my live dick. <laughs> wow. And an F-bomb and a and dick. A, I guess I'm a, a dick. I'm a dick now. No, you're not a dick. That's a dick statement, I feel like. That's, that's like a jab to me. I was there all day. That's not a jab. That's not a jab. I was just telling people. I've been trying to tell him how much it, it's gnarly. He's like, it's probably not that bad. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you paid uh, off this weekend, though. Uh, so Jamie did your motor. Now, he did use a lot of pro circuit parts yeah. for this engine, did where the Mitch. last engine was all on his, his own stuff. Yeah. Mitch built my Mitch built my head, wasn't it? Well, it's a it's a Mitch head, so you Mitch can buy head, yeah. that head, yeah. and everything from Pro Circuit. So Jamie put that on. He mapped it. 
um, with some fuel. We're using ETS Fuels MX-18 on your bike. It has a Pro Circuit cam, a head, and a piston. And then, of course, muffler and fuel. Stock ECU. Henson Clutch. Henson Clutch. And then a Pro Circuit water pump cover, and that's it. Water pump. Is it a water pump? Propeller. Is it? That's what it is. Okay. So that was it. And not as much bottom end as your other bike as Jamie's proprietary engine spec was more bottom end. Yep. But also, I think, being that it was a lot, I think we talked about on the way home from Texas that it was nice to have a little bit less power for you to control. Yeah, and, and the vibration thing, too. I really struggled with vibration on that bike. Right. I think that's another reason why I got arm pumped so bad was, because of, was because of that. Yeah. Uh, so the new engine spec worked well. Uh, on my bike... Uh, Enzo suspension, um, a Kropovich muffler. Dan from Getz took back my ECU, which I was crying about for about two days. I missed that thing. <laughs> that was YZ450F with the Get is really nice. Uh, we both ran Dunlop MX14 rear tires. Yep. Doopity doo. I questioned it a couple of motos, I'm not going to lie. You questioned it all weekend. I questioned it. As soon as 1 o'clock hit, I questioned it. Uh, works connection. Honda lever, for you Yamaha YZ450F lovers, that's the move. Um, we both have Works Connection Pro Launch devices on our bike. Yep. Work that like work flawlessly. That work never like break. Um, I still want to do it by myself. I want to know how they do it. It's not hard. You can't do it? I've done it once my entire lifetime. And how do they that, do it? So you, you slam on the front brake and then you, you, you with your boot, you, know, you click you know up. Where the, you know but you've got to lift the, up on the lever. You know where the little heel thing is? No. The heel right here? Or how I know where my heel is, but what are you talking about? <laughs> on the boot. Okay. On the boot. You know how... There's no that, lip on our heel. It heels has that the... spine. It has that spine that rolls up on it. Okay. You know on the right of it, there's uh, there's two little like... You're um, getting way overcomplicated, bro. Can we just lift up on the sun bitch with our boots and then be done yes, with Yes, that's what I'm telling you. There's two little like... I don't know what they're called... You're rubbing your thing really weird to me, and it's freaking me out. <laughs> His Achilles. I'll just way. show you on the boot. Okay. I'll just show you. So obviously, anyway. there's a spot on the boot that you use to hook the little. Yeah. Then you. Okay. Well, yep. I can't do it. I want to learn. It seems looks cool. It looks sick. So that's boss move um, right there. So that was my I, my bike's pretty stock engine stock. Um, I rode my bike that had less than ten hours on. I have another bike that has seventy two hours, which you can see up or up over on keyforinktesting.com for all the stuff that I've done to it. What's gone wrong with it? Whole breakdown of the YZ450F. Yes, that 72-hour bike is on the same engine. No, no internal parts have been changed. Same thing as I got it. Um, so let's talk about the weekend. Track layout was was pretty cool. I think I thought it was really fun. Uh, they ran up two hills, which is nice at Glen Helen. They didn't run them all the way up to Mount St. Helens, but we ran halfway up, back down, and then back halfway up, and then down again. So that was nice. Yep. Over two-minute lap times, so that is a plus. Yep. Track got Saturday was really rough. They got Glen Helen. Yep. They Choppy, Helen. edgy. Well, we have GHB. I have, nah. I have GHS. I have Glen Helen shoulders right now. Shoulders. Yeah. Oh. My GHB's not kicked in yet. Maybe tomorrow when I wake up, I'll have GHB, but not right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like trail training has helped. I feel like I'm not as sore after six motos. Like I feel like I'm not that bad. Trailtraining.com. We'll see you tomorrow though. I might be eating my words. Trailtraining.com. <laughs> Uh, so the track was fun for me. I loved it. Cool enough that I was race 1, 10, and 15. Aiden was race 10, 14, and 25. So, again, maybe a little bit stressful for mom over there, but 
Uh, I think we pulled it off really nicely with, with Janky Mike and Frappy Greg. And Eddie. And Eddie. And Edward. Uh, Edward. Well, Edward was racing on the other track, so. Listen, yeah, that's the other thing. Yesterday there was a lot going on. We had Janky Mike was there, and he brought Oliver. Oliver raced his first Stasic race. So you guys couldn't go watch because you guys were. G- I got to watch. I got to watch. Well, this he was getting ready to go because he was Moto One. So I ran over, watched Oliver do two of his day six, then boogied down to the start to watch Dad, then back to the truck, and then it was a little bit of a chill time. Oh, then Eddie came, and it was go to watch Eddie. Yep. And then back with you guys. Yes, yeah, Saturday was a lot. Mm. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of things to be. If you're going to one of these races, a lot of things to do at Glen Helen. Chances are, if you go to Glen Helen on a race weekend, there's three different types of races going on. <laughs> AME track, REM track, main track. And maybe there's the truck a, track. You never the truck know. track could be there's going. A, there is a truck race going on today. No, vintage race on the truck track. Vintage race. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. I yeah. looked over there one time. I'm like, dude, there's that's a lot of people for this race. And I'm thinking so, to myself, I'm like, that's, that's not for this race. People talk mess on Glen Helen, but dude, I love it. There's a lot of things to do. You Big can, playground. It is. You can do a lot of things, and the track's challenging. And there's it's nothing fun. like Glen Helen as far as getting rough. Let's. Yesterday, I was it's standing with track. Greg, and we were watching you guys. And I'm like, just crazy to me. You look at Mount St. Helens, and they've got so many options that they can choose to run. Like, there's so many different yeah angles and stuff. Yeah. All Even right. in that back section going up over... On the canyon? Yeah, the hip. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple different options over there, too. Well, the two-stroke race, they ran up in that canyon. Then yeah, the two-stroke race, they ran the whole entire thing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just, like, endless possibilities. Yeah. We got some good stuff out here in West. We talk a lot of crap about West, but we got some good stuff. Right. Glen Helen closed. I mean, it's no day. Texas dirt or Alabama dirt. No. Or Florida. Monster Mountain. That's sand. Florida. No, that's Alabama. Oh, is that Alabama? Yeah. Whatever. It's good times, man. I miss that place. Yeah. If that was if that dirt was at Glen Helen, Ugh, oh my so gosh, dude! Holy crap! I love you. I love Alabama dirt. Hey, it's commercial time. Stay tuned. Listen to these things because they will save you some money. We'll be right back with the show. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful T-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some T-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a T-shirt. You can get anything you want on that T-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, It's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino. All of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in. 
and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, That'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, Look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ 250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA, the pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, 
You'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at kieferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time? how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races... Over several months, all over the western United States, it's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time, and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes, just like yourself. But hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out right now. Go to oldtimersmx.com. But again. We're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and having some fun, get some gate drops. We are back with the show. Thanks for hanging tight. On with the Cal Classic recap. Uh, results. Go ahead. Hit them. Hit them with it. What happened? Don't. We don't need a full... Okay. Deal. All right. let's, so, let's just break we, it by class. Okay. 450B won the first moto by... Okay, stop. <laughs> 450B was light on riders. 450B was light on riders, yeah. Yeah. Some guy tweeted me. He's like, hey, you missed life swap, and there's only eight dudes in the 450B class. What the fudge, man? Like, it's bullshit you missed life swap for only eight dudes. I'm like, bro, first of all, it's an important race to us. Sorry, it's a light turnout for 450B, but the other classes had more in it. Relax. Go ahead. I Sorry. Mean, I title, I mean, I, I, whatever. Go ahead. Uh, won 450B by a straightaway. So that was uh, that was good. Can I just say that? Oh, my God. Well, I'm good. just going to say, you started catching the guys at the end of the pro class. Yeah, I did. Like, I, caught, I caught, like, I think I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you didn't catch your dad. Nope. No shit. He probably <laughs> thought it. You probably he really probably thought deep down. I'm gonna catch dad. I did it. Okay, good. I did it. Uh, so that and then uh, 450B today. Uh, championship moto. The kid that was in second, I um was on a 450, and I knew it was gonna be hard to get a start on him. So he started right next to me. Stop. <laughs> so 450 kids, 450 class. You can ride 250. That's all I want to say. Go ahead. Okay. So I got a good start. I had to jump on everyone, and then halfway down the straightaway, I got pulled by him. I tried to cut over on him. It didn't really work out so well. So then, first lap uh, behind him, almost crashed one time. 
And I'm like, dude, I tell myself, I'm like, you got to chill out. Like, you got eight laps. You got to chill out. Four laps. Four, I mean, sorry, not four laps. Four, four, was that deep? No. Oh. Four corners later, get the green flag. And it was on the green flag lap? Yeah. Calm down, dude. Yeah. And he made, I, and I went to swoop in, but I knew I was like, I don't have enough. So I backed off. And he got into the, and he got into the corner and like messed up or did something, and then I hit his rear wheel. Was it the corner after the finish line? Yeah, yeah. I hit his rear wheel or something. I don't. So, it was weird, man. And my bike flipped around. My handlebar was in his wheel. I fell, and I was like, "I heard that's your fault." It, it was my fault. It was my fault. That's what I heard. It, yeah, it was my fault. And it was in a hurry. It, it was my fault. Though. He prematured it. Like I he... did. I. It was my fault. I prematured it. I should have. I should have knew. I checked up a little more. But no, it, it was my fault. So I get back up, and I'm trying to grab my bike, and this kid is just holding it wide open. Still, I'm like, I'm, I I end up yelling. I'm like, my bike's in your bike. My bike, yeah, my bike is in okay. my bike is in the rear rear wheel. Stop! And he stops. He I get actually, my bike. Yeah. He was aware. I heard. Yeah, whatever. And I get my bike. Clutch, clutch. I'm oh, not sorry. Front brake is uh, skyrocket to the moon like SpaceX launches a new rocket or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And my glove, I went, I went to go, I get back on, I start my bike, I start going, and I'm like, my hand feels weird. And I look down, and my glove is halfway off, and I'm like, I'm really not, I'm not going to try and put this thing right back on. So I grabbed my, I put it in my mouth, I ripped it off, I threw it off the side of the track, got going again, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Like, I'm about to win my first title, and you just, I just blew it first lap, like, you're an idiot. Dead last. Dead last. I look up, I'm like, he's not that far the dudes aren't that far in front of me, so I start going. I think I end up catching. I end up catching the dudes on like the third, fourth lap. No, you passed, had him. Passed him real quick. Uh-huh. Uh And then after that, oh maybe yeah. I kind of settled for a second, took caught a breath, and I started charging again. And I can see the kid in front of me. I'm like, all right, start going, start going, start going. And then I caught him. And I'm like, all right, I know where I'm better. I'm really good in the tight stuff before the uh, the finish line. So I went out wide before the finish line. I swooped in, I got him, passed him, and then I uh, I dropped him after that. So that was probably the most stressful race I've ever done in my life, right there. No glove. So you won four for DB. One four for DB with no School glove. Schoolboy two. Schoolboy two. Oh, so uh, it's by the way, proud of you for showing that. Like I don't like the word grit. They use it a lot in the broadcast at Supercross, but. That's toughness, and that's not only toughness like, hey, I'm physically going to tough this out, but mentally tough to get you through, hey, my race is not done. What's crazy to me, and I flash back to this when you guys told me this, when you were younger, maybe you remember this. Maybe you remember this, Aiden. When you were younger, every time you would crash when you're on your 50, your XR 50, your 65, I would never run to you and pick you up. If once you could pick up your own bike, I would sit back and watch you handle it yourself. I always told you, when you crash, and if you're not hurt, what do I always say? Get up quick. Get up quick. Practice getting up quick and get your shit moving. And I've always said that to you. And now it's coming into play. Yeah. So it's cool to hear. And I was racing the same time as your race, as this race, because 450 Pro was first gate. Aiden was second gate. Mm-hmm. So... When I get back, they tell me, hey, Aiden came from dead last. I have other people coming up to me saying, hey, Aiden rode really good. Was, I'm like, so that is that is nice to hear that you're not giving up. Yeah. That is key in the motocross. No matter when things are shit, you keep going because you never know. Yeah. Right. 
And then Kittle in the second two is actually like a really good rider too. Yeah. So then I was stoked on that, but So Schoolboy two? Schoolboy two. Uh Saturday uh got a second place start. And then me and Temmerman went at it for Say his whole name so people know what's going on here. Uh me and Enzo Temmerman went at it for six laps. And uh I usually I was pretty stoked because I usually whenever we race against each other, he's always way better. I'm not so I wouldn't say way better, but he's always better than me. Uh-huh. Better than me by like two seconds, and I feel like this weekend I was way closer than than uh, what I was at Mammoth Qualifier. He's a good rider. He's a good rider. He's he very has good. I he has noticed, good technique. I noticed he's very he's very smart with things. Like he's consistent. He's with smooth one, too. Smooth rider. With one, there's one lap where the finish line turn after the uh, the sand turn before the finish line blew out, and then that next right hander after the finish line blew out. And the next lap, like he cut down really quick and like got out of the uh, the blown out part, yep. where I my idiot went and hit the blown out part and I lost like a second because you're idiot, because I'm an idiot. Yep. And then the next corner, he went out wide and then like took his time and squared up and went back into the inside rut where it wasn't blown out. I kind of picked up on that. I'm like, oh, that was that was actually pretty smart. So no, he's it's a uh, it's fun to race with him. He's a good rider. It is good, and he's a pretty safe rider. I don't really stressed out when you guys are together because yeah. I know you. You'll be all right, and he's a pretty. He, he never doesn't he go doesn't Asiatic. He doesn't crash that much. No, you know, and uh, tall. He's tall, lanky, like good, good technique. Yeah, like good rider. Yeah, so good starter too. Yeah, good, he is. Good he got you on almost all the starts today. He got me on, on yeah, basically every start, and he was not on a paddle either. I don't believe. No, no. he wasn't. And uh, Magic is on a scoop. Yeah, you could, yeah, we yeah. You've been jacked. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, first moto, uh, we both went back and forth. I passed him, then he passed me back, and then second yeah, that was same. fun. Yeah, that was fun. Second moto is the same, uh, except I just I screwed up first lap. I made too many mistakes the first lap, and uh, he kind of got away a little bit. And then by the time I caught back back up to him, it was already white flag. So that was on me. Got second, but I was still stoked on that. And then in two fifty B. Um, I got like a fourth place start, make my way in a second, first lap, and then it was me and him, and then Nicholas Israel caught us, and then passed me. And if you guys remember, if you guys are old school guys, there's a, it was a rider named Jeremiah Israel back in my day, early 2000s racing Supercross, and this is, correct me if I'm wrong, I know Stapo and the guys know, because they work with him, but I think that's his cousin. So Israel. family. Yeah. So, yep, and then he passed me. Or brother, maybe. One of the two. So he passed me, got third. A little bummed on that because I felt, I just, I didn't really ride like myself that much. I rode a little tight. Uh, track was track was dry. So you got third. Nico caught you and got yep, you. Yeah, got third. Um, but you guys were all still pretty close yeah, to we each were, other. Yeah, we were all close. I felt like if I would have got around Enzo, I would have been. Nico was catching, um, um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Nico was catching uh, Timmerman. Yeah. Yeah, that moto, first moto. Yeah. And I had the paddle on tire, too. I feel like that was also another reason why like, I didn't really feel that comfortable. Cause the Here track, we go. track was skaty and really dry, and I wasn't a fan of it. Okay, I'm going to explain to you people at home, and you've heard this before. <laughs> so if you have a 40-60 mix of sand and hard pack, which is Glen Helen today and, and yesterday, the sandy parts were sandy, and then the hard parts are hard and squaregy. <laughs> Okay. Ooh, Captain yeah. Obvious. Sixty foray What's 60? 60? 60% hard, 40% sand. Okay. Sorry, thank you. Okay. I should have said that. 
I'm like, which one's which? Right. Sometimes I get ahead of myself. I'm already thinking way over here. <laughs> people are like, hey, man, you never told me that. I'm like, yeah, sorry, my bad. Wait, uh, you can't read minds? Come on. I feel like the, the Dunlop MX-14 is so much better than the 33 in the soft that I'll take that over the slightly less traction and lean angle that I get from the 14, from the 33 on the hard pack. I went back and forth several times at different tracks, 33, 14. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put 33 back on. It's hard pack. I go back out. It's not that much better in the hard. So I'm like, it's so good in the soft. And on the starts, I'm going to take that all day long. So Yeah. So then in, in uh, the second moto. Basically, I just said, fuck off, Dad. That's what he just yeah. said right there. He's just, yep, you gave your analogy. <laughs> we're going to go right we're back. Analysis. We're going to keep wrapping it up. Anal- we're probably already like an hour 30 in this podcast. That's fine. People like it. Anyways, uh, second moto, 250B. I, uh, I knew I... If I would have, if I won the championship, I'm sorry. If I would have won the moto, I probably would have won the championship. But I wasn't really thinking about the championship. I was mainly just thinking about getting a good start because my starts weren't really the best all weekend. I feel like. Oh yeah, your start on schoolboy was. Yeah, they were put your biking gear. That's bad. I almost didn't. Amateur. One, the one card went up. I wanted to go find where my clutch engages. I couldn't find it. I'm like, oh shit, (laughs) oh shit. (laughs) But I clicked it really quick and I found it. I'm like, hey, there you are. (laughs) You were in third gear or no? No, no, I it was a neutral still. And like your dad, who was a neutral yesterday, yeah, we so started. I got the whole shot. <laughs> you see this? I'm um, looking to my phone. What? When you're done, I want to tell you something about this right here. Go ahead, finish your story. Uh, okay. It's from Travis. We're going to talk about Travis. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, this is going to be something. So, uh, yeah, whole shot in. Uh, I led I led every lap from, from uh, start to finish. And I knew, I was like, I knew Nico had to get second, so that way we would tie, and I would win the tiebreaker, and Enzo had to get third. And it all played out into my role, because I knew Enzo was behind me, and then something happened with Enzo first lap. And then Nico got around him, and then I kind of put a little gap on Nico, and then he would catch me in the hard pack stuff. Cause I just I just didn't, I wasn't comfortable with that tire and the hard pack stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nico ended up falling the last lap, and I on a, I started stressing, I was like, because I heard him going up the hill. I'm like, I don't hear a bike behind me. And I look back. I look behind me. And I see him picking his bike. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Get up. Please, God, get up. And I cut up the hill. And I see Enzo coming down the hill. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't <laughs> do this right now. Please don't do this. And I get back up. I go back down. Did we and set the moto scores up yet so people know what you're talking about? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, he just said. Yeah, okay. I. Sorry. You're too busy looking at your phone. Yeah, Before sorry. the hip jump. Uh, you make that left hand go back up in that little that horse that plateau thing yeah. right there before yeah. the hip jump. Yep. I came around the corner. I dude, I was cruising because I'm like looking at the hill and I'm going, "Oh my god! Oh what, my what, god! What oh is that going to do for you? I you do. need to win the race, right? Yes, but I'm like, "Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> god! Oh my god!" And I hit the I I keep going. I'm like, "What are you doing?" So I keep going. I hit the hip jump and I look back and I see Nico got up and he's in front of him I'm like. Oh my God! Please hold on to it for at least six more corners, and then I knew I came around the the fin- when I came to the finish line turn that left hander for the finish. You I could see him going down that, that straightaway, yeah. and I'm like, Oh my God! Please don't blow it. <laughs> and I saw, and I knew he didn't get it. So I was like, Let's go! I won. One. So then I won the two fifty. So he went three one for the overall, and Enzo went one three. So they tied second moto. T- eight, uh, Mom didn't know this, and I broke it to her on the last lap. You know, I'm like, oh, cool, he won. But then, I'll, you know, I told, hey, mom, well, Nico needs to get up. 
Nico, Nico needs to get his shit together right now. <laughs> so, yeah, it worked out. Uh, I felt bad for Enzo. He was pretty upset, but shout out. Not shout out. That sounds super lame. Shut up. Uh, really nice that his parents came over and shook our hands and said, good race, good ride. You don't see a lot of that. So that is very respectful. So good job to the parents and to to Enzo. I think that's very thoughtful. Yeah. Yes. Uh, even I am not great at that. Like, you know, I'll be honest with you. Like, let's say that I reverse the roles. I'm not pissed off at Enzo or anything. I wouldn't be pissed off at you, but I'd be kind of like bummed out that I probably wouldn't have said, hey, congratulations yeah. to Enzo. I would just, you know, I just would have went well, on my way. it's hard because like, so, you I mean, that's, that's, that's really a, big of them. Well, you got one kid that's in the moment because they won, and you got one kid that didn't win, and it's like, it's two different... It's two different scenarios. Well, it's two different things, like, different emotions, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, I. it's hard for me to think that, like, hey, I'm going to go be nice to someone right now when I'm kind of bummed out. So, right. that shows how big these people are. So, yeah. that I just, no, I recognize that, I notice that, that's very cool. Yeah. So, Timmermans, really nice. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So Aiden we, got two titles. We talk about you now. I mean, I guess if you really like to talk about me, because last show you didn't give a shit. So let's wrap it up on Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you never even let me finish. Oh, that was such a! I got so many comments. Be like, dude, that was awesome. You just cut Heather right off the end of the show. That was awesome. Oh, well. Wait, what? Uh, thirty and forty. I won thirty and forty class. Um, actually, we had a good turnout for both classes, surprisingly, more than your 450B. It's like 12 to f- 16, more yeah. than that. Uh, so good good to see the old dudes out ripping. I like that. I like to see a bunch of old dudes racing. That's very cool. Yeah. I always love to see that. Um, I wanted to, to continue training and riding and, and doing things. I want to ride with the younger kids, so I decided to line up for 450 Pro class. Like we said, that's the same gate as Aiden. Uh, the first moto... I ran second behind Ryder D for oh. over over half the race. Yeah. And then got arm pumped pretty bad because I was riding really aggressive. It's weird for me because when I ride the age limit classes, I only ride to my what I have to do to win. Yeah, you you mean unless I'm unless I'm brownie, then I gotta ride, right? right. Well um, you you I I ride hard. The first but I only do what I can do just to win. I'm not out there trying to stretch it out, you know? And if I have someone that shows up that's someone like I feel like Stapo was really good on a Honda, he wasn't as good on a Husky. Like he rode better today. Yeah. He did uh, rode better today. Did, yeah. did you, Wait, did he switch yeah. his he did switch his bikes? Yeah. yeah. So that's did, why I didn't know. Someone say, Why does Stapo get DQ'd? Yeah, he got DQ'd. I didn't even think about that. Like he because he rode one bike one day and the that you can't do I that. I don't think I don't think he cares. No, he doesn't. He don't, he don't care. But it would have been shitty. Let's say I didn't I feel like he'd be pissed off if he would have won and he couldn't even win because he switched bikes. Yeah. But anyway, so I wanted to ride with the younger kids and see what I can do. So I was second for most of the race. I got arm pump. I actually waved Trevor by. People were like, why the fuck did you wave him by? What are you doing, you idiot? I'm like, dude, I had mass arm pump, and I thought we were doing like, I thought we were doing 25 plus one, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this dude off my ass. And I'm going to suck back into him and see what happens, right? How, how are you going to do that with Trevor? Trevor is off-road. He's out there racing Havasu for three hours. I know. Well, that's another <laughs> that thought. That dude ain't going to get tired. And I'm like, okay, well, this guy's not going to get tired. I'm tired. I'm letting this dude go. So, and then I catch back up to him. I'm like, well, shit, he's not going that much faster than me. <laughs> and then I got Brad West on my ass. And I'm like, okay, he passes me. 
I'm like, okay, I, I want a top five. My goal was top five in the class. There's 22 dudes. And then I end up passing Brad up the hill, and I bump him off the hill a little bit. I'm like, okay, well. That... Oops. And then the white flag comes out. I'm like, shit, if I would have hung tough for two more laps, I would have been yeah, third. Yeah, I was going to go, what, the, what are you doing? Why are you like, I'm all, I knew you probably had arm pump. I'm like, okay, he's got arm pump. And then I'm like. I never get arm pump. I'm like, well, that was dumb. I'm like, because he just cut right back up to him. I'm like, what are you doing? So I got there? fourth. Uh, amateur hour right there. And then you didn't put your bike in gear. Well, that's a whole nother race. Calm down. Don't jump the gun. <laughs> I'm just saying, did I have a lot of amateur hours to this weekend? Uh, the next the next day, 450 Pro, uh, I almost got the whole shot on Ryder. And then I got passed up the hill by Trevor. I was in third for a lot of the race. And then Parker and Parker Ross and Brad West hit each other right in front of me, which <laughs> I was waiting for. I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm here for that. Uh, Parker went Parker down. went down, and I got fourth. So I went four four, tied Brad for third. So, but he beat me. This if I would have had one more lap, I had. I like thought I, you were gonna get him. I really. So did. I had way more energy today. Had no arm pump, and I was here. I was ready to go. You're here for it. Yeah, and I needed another lap. That's usually how I work. Right. Like today is my normal programming. Right. Like I'm usually better in longer races. Yeah. So. You would have gave me a little bit more. I think I could have had third. But nonetheless, I got fourth, which I'm proud of because there's a lot of good dudes yeah. in this race. Mm-hmm. And I'm 46. And like, I could be these dudes' dads. <laughs> so uh, it's nice to show these kids that, hey, I may look old, but I can ride a dirt bike. F you, Travis, by the way. Yeah, dick move. What, he, so what, he says, we, what happened? In, in well, this message, people. So we're in a group message with Travis, his girlfriend, and, and you know, and you know, they want to know how we did today. So Heather tells Travis and Allie, which is his chick, Travis Preston, by the way. And uh, I just sent a picture of picture you guys holding both and told the results. And then Allie's like, "Way to go, Kiefer fam!" And here's what Travis says: "Proud of you, Aiden." Heart emoji. <laughs> and the picture is of me and Aiden holding our number one plates. <laughs> All Travis says is. Proud of you, Aiden. Heart emoji. <laughs> F off, Trav. <laughs> wow. Uh, sure glad my friends are so nice to me. It's hey, awesome. Maybe he's mad because you beat his kid that he's been helping. He hasn't helped him. He was helping him. No, he wasn't. I thought he was. Nope. Careful what you say. Nope. Oh. Wasn't helping him. Oh. Huh. Um... So, yeah, so there's not, oh, in one of the, the 30 pro class, uh, the first moto yesterday, I had a bet with this guy named Zach. Uh, he listens to the show, good dude. He races 30B, I think. Uh-huh. And he's like, Kiefer, I'll bet you $20 for a whole shot each moto. I'm like, shit, I'm in. 20 bucks, I can make 40 bones, I'm in. <laughs> well, first moto, I'm like, all right, I'm getting my 20 bucks on this dude, right? You know, card goes sideways, you know, Clutch in, gate drop, bam! (laughs) (laughs) It's in neutral. And I'm like, oh my God. So then I just slam it to first and almost loop out out of the air. So then I'm dead last. Uh, I pull an Aiden. I caught back, I won, but I lost 20 bucks. Today, 30 pro, I got the whole shot. So So now we're washed. I should have said double or nothing. So I could have got 20 bucks. But Zach, that was fun. It was really cool to race and do that. I like little challenges like that. It's fun for me. <laughs> I need to put my bike in gear. But uh, uh, so yeah, my race was uh, the 450 Pro class was really fun, and the 30 and 40 was was fun to ride. And the track was really fun for me. I love 
I love the layout. It was really cool. My bike is really, really good. Shout out to the guys over at Enzo on that side of things. I have another set of REP suspension on my other bike um, that I'm riding with as well. That's really good. I just happened to ride this other bike. Um, so, yeah. Um, actually going testing with Mark next week on putting some stuff on my bike. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. So I have a lot of input on some suspension. If you're a YZ450F guy, I can give you some comparisons, some flavors of what you guys might be looking for flavors. from either company uh, because I love both of those guys, and uh, they both do great work. Um, right now, my YZ, if you guys are looking, FCP mounts. I'm going to throw up a a review up on FCP mounts for the YZ450F. They do help that chassis a lot. You guys heard me say it's a little bit twitchy at times, nervous, and not as planted. Those things actually do help that. I wasn't big on those FCP mounts last year on the older chassis, but on this chassis, I'm a fan. I think he will have these out this week. Those will be available to you guys. You can look at the review up on my site, or if you have questions, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll help you guys with that. Uh, overall fun weekend. A uh, couple notes here that I put for me is the PW50 riders are gnarly. There, the, at Glen Helen, there's a mile-long sand. I'm sure you guys saw the two-stroke carnage that was last week. It's sandy. It's like a sand wash. There's lines going everywhere. And then you have these PW50s swapping their brains out. There was this kid. Eight gates over. And they're all drag racing. They're going 14 mile an hour, right? But they're like getting head shake. And I'm like, oh, boy. And their little legs are going everywhere. (laughs) This one guy was eight eight, eight gates over. And he's wiggling, wiggling. All of a sudden, he hit a rut. And it just went exit stage right. It went, yeah. Went over like eight gates, dude, and just <laughs> sliced all these kids' feet off. Tank slapper doesn't crash. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I look over at the dad. The dad is just ghost white. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, my. I'm like, that is a moment that you will remember for the rest of your life. And you, I wish you would have recorded that. He didn't, but... Ugh. And the kids are getting stuck. There's parents everywhere. Oh, there's you a guys kid have that been... crashed like three times on Mount St. Or no, on Talladega. Yeah. At the beginning, at the top, over here. And I'm Talladega like... is so steep that if you just cruise up it and try just to ride, you kind of slide down. Unless you're just <laughs> ripping. Yeah. You kind of just like, if you just kind of, you ever rode it just like really slow? Yeah. Dude, you end up sliding off of it. It's crazy. So these kids have no. Gravity. Yeah, it's just weird to hear the parents yelling over a race. All you hear is parents. You're like, what race is out there? Uh, P-dubs, all you hear is parents. <laughs> go, go, Johnny, yeah. That's all you hear. Oh, yeah. They're so, insane. It was cool to see that. Um, what else you got? How Anything? Come, how, why do you think Jet didn't race 450 Pro? Jet Reynolds? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to ride two classes. I mean, he felt like he didn't need to ride three classes. You yeah. Know? Did Ryder ride three classes or yeah. just two? Yeah, Ryder rode three. I, don't know. I thought Jet. I thought Jet rode really good. So that we always do surprises and disappointments. So my surprise and Aiden's surprise was Jet Reynolds. He's been having a tough go at it lately with some injuries. We saw him in Texas. wasn't great. wasn't bad. Was just middle of the road. Was okay. So it just looks like he's just trying. You know, just making sure you can. Today he looked yeah. really aggressive. Looked good, and he won the two fifty pro class. Yeah. So that was cool. Ryder got second. Both of those guys are ripping. Oh, I was gonna say they were. Hauling. Yeah. Uh, Ryder rode really good. 
Ryder did write really good. Even the but, Bar X guys were ripping too. And Ryder's a really nice guy, man. Like we bullshit a little bit on the line. He's a fun guy. He likes to mess around. Like good dude. He's good parents. I like his dad. It's nice to be around. He gave me a shout out. You think his mom's hot? His mom's good looking. Jesus. You think anybody said that about mom? Yeah. <laughs> he gets all disappointed. That's why I didn't yeah. want her to go with me to hold my bike the last moto. Oh my gosh. Get over it. Why? It's fine. Who cares? She's married. What, what's going to happen? Some dude's going to creep on her on the line. Hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 17-year-old. Hey. Uh, so, yeah. Jet, what's your surprise? Um, oh, you didn't do the homework, did you? I didn't really watch any racing. I yeah, say, like, we didn't really watch, like, that many races, I feel like. We didn't. We didn't I wouldn't say surprises. <laughs> I'd say super, I don't want to say disappointed, but sad. Um, Aiden's friend, Dakota Bender, got a concussion. He got knocked out yesterday. Grayson Townsend also had a gnarly crash coming yeah. down the downhill. He also got knocked out. Yeah. So that was a big crash. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to post that on social media, but if they do, I'll repost it for you guys. And the kid, straight up, it, uh, I mean, coming down the hill, there's some big breaking bumps at the bottom, and he went over the bars gnarly, coming down. So yeah. he launched down It was downfall. fast. It was a fast crash. Too. So he had a concussion, but that, I feel like he, he escaped. Yes. He escaped big time. Yes. Um, he also just broke his arm in Texas. His hand. Yeah. yeah. Just, just came started back from riding that. again. So again, like I said, motorcycles giveth and taketh. You just got to keep, right. if you want it, you got to keep plugging away. It's a tough sport. It's insane. I tell Aiden this all the time. You have a, a, a sliver of a chance to make it. And what I mean by make it is making money, a living, buying a house, doing your lifestyle because of racing. It's very, very rare. There's other ways to make it in dirt bikes, but right. you got to really be special and be healthy. You can't be hurt. Yeah. You look at all of the professional gnarly, gnarly dudes, they didn't have a lot of injuries. Yeah. You know? Carmichael, not a lot of injuries. Carmichael, he broke Dungy, not a lot of injuries. Travis Pastrana, Villo, a lot of not injuries. a lot of injuries. By the way, about? I love Villo. Villo had a lot of injuries. What are you talking no, about? No, he broke his leg once that one time when in, when Dungy was behind him. He broke his cockix, too. Yeah, but that was at the end of his career. <laughs> I know, but still. So he never had really gnarly injuries. Yes, that leg was the gnarliest one he had. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Jeremy McGrath, same thing. Not a lot of injuries. You just got to keep on. You got to stay on the bike. So you kids out there, if you don't do great at your race, it's okay. You're going home healthy. Work on your bikes. Go right. ride again. It's fine. So. Um, no matter if they're your competition or not, like it sucks to see someone get hurt. Like you never want to see. Well, the thing is. Anything happen. In most aspects, we're all in this for the one reason. We love dirt bikes. We want to have fun, be with our families. Like, I feel like we're all in it for the same reason. Right. Like, I always hashtag keep kids on dirt bikes because it kept me out of trouble. Right. And it's dangerous. People say, F you, Kiefer. It, it, you know, it might have killed my kid or did this to my kid. Yes, it can. And and you will – I don't know, man. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard for me thing to talk about because if something happened to Aiden, I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. we talk about this as a family a lot. Like, you understand the risks that you are taking when you ride a dirt bike, correct? That's Yeah, I, I think about that a lot, actually. There's some days where, like, we'll drive to the track, and I, I think about it, and then it makes me not want to ride, honestly. Yeah, because it's scary. And Yeah, it makes me not, like, want to ride. But then some days, you're like, that's all you care about. But that see, that, that feeling, I've had those feelings, but it's such a short-lived feeling. It is, yeah, because once you start riding, it's gone away. But sometimes, like, this. 
So I, I and I think I don't know if I told the story on here on Coffee with the Keith or something, but I remember one of my friends when I was fifteen years old, fourteen or fifteen years old when I was growing up, and he passed away riding. And my parents, you know, and I and I knew about it. And this is before cell phones and all these things, right? So I knew about it, but then my parents called in to talk to me, and I knew what they were going to talk to me about, and I thought they were going to pull my bikes from me because they were a fairly close family to us. And my dad, you know, talked to me. He's like, hey, you know, your buddy Brian, this is what happened. Are you, and I just started crying. He's like, are you sad? And I, and I was sad about Brian, but I was so paranoid that my dad was going to take away my motorcycles from me. Yeah. Because it was such a huge part of my life. And uh, we can't explain the things that we do as far as, like, why we want to do them as far as riding. Even though us idiots out there, we break our legs, we tear ACLs, we have concussions, we get knocked out, and we come back to it. Most of us do at some point in time. Sure, there's some injuries where we're like, okay, I'm out. But attrition, we come back. It's it's a drug. It's right. insane. Well, look at Kurt. Yeah, like, look at Kurt. Caselli passed away. Right. That was his life. He knew that what could happen, right. you know, not to get this podcast on a downer, but it's like these are the things that are real life that you think about. Like you have to know what's important, what you want. And then on top of that, be mindful of your body and you got to be in shape. Us older guys, man, you don't need a 450 cc of fury <laughs> if you're out of shape and you want to pin it. That's not a good idea. Right. Ride a dirt bike, have, be safe and have fun. So that's that's the key. Right. So, um, this was our first experience with Aiden's girlfriend at the races. We've had your, a previous girlfriend at the races before, but it wasn't like a a big race though. I thought it was, it was, no, it was just a mammoth qualifier. No, it was an amateur day. No, it was a mammoth qualifier. No, it was mammoth qualifier. Yeah. Yeah. But Uh, it wasn't really that big of a deal because like. So I don't know how many teenagers you guys have out there, but to bring their girlfriends, but this was an experience for us. Which Dakota got knocked out at. So, Brooke. Is Aiden's girlfriend, which was she's a nice girl. Yeah, but this I is like all her. new for us. So I have a rule that hey, uh, there's three rules for them too. That when you go to races and things, what you do, what you can't do. So uh, it's kind of a weird thing. But you, I feel like you did okay. I feel like I I'd handled it okay. Yeah. And well, I, it, and, and it's nice having her there too because I feel like it keeps me loose. And then also getting to getting to exp- um, like share moments with her that, let's say later on down the. I'm not later on down the road. You can talk about it, and be like, "Oh, you know, remember this time?" Like, "Yeah, that was a good time." Then it gives you something to talk. But about. But I also too. say, you know, you're young. Both of y'all are yeah. young, right? And you yeah. gotta figure out what you want. This is what you want to do yeah. for a living. Because I've asked you twenty thousand times, you want to yeah. be a racer. That's what you gotta do. And that's an- that's another reason too is that she gets it. You know, like I feel like well, she comes from she con- she comes from moto background, so she gets it. Right. She's not. I feel like. Another reason why she didn't really like try to talk much because like I feel like she didn't want to be in the way, um, and also too, when, well that that's that's for later. But I don't know. Well, Greg, I can't read your mind. What's for later? Oh, when Greg. you have Greg, when you have Greg there, yeah, it's fine. It's I guess yeah. So. But it's, I also I do. It keeps you. She loose. handles it well. She handles Greg well. We could say that. Right. The jokes. Yes, yeah, she a handles. Lot of jokes that there's happen. a lot of jokes. If you're in our pit. There's a lot I'm of sorry. <laughs> there's a lot of near our pit. There's probably some shit you don't want to hear, and there's some weird things that go on. But it's fun. It's always joking. We're having a good time. We're serious, but you know, we we like to have a good time. So we're serious. 
when we're headed to the gate. Yeah. When the gate drops, and then after yeah. it's 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 a little bit jokester time. Yeah, it's fun, you know. And usually, well, if it's just me and you and Aiden, it's not really jokester time. We're kind of just hanging out, chilling. Yeah. yeah. But like when you get our buddies around, then it's janky you know, and jabby. It is fun. Lots of jabbing. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Edwards. Edwards fired very loud. Up. Eddie doesn't need caffeine, by the way. Hey, when you get that shit off. Oh. It's gnarly. Stop. It's bad. Um, so that was our weekend. Uh, how was your guys' weekend? Hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. Let me know if you guys were there. How was your weekend? If you're at another race, let us know. Always like to hear about it. And if you want to know more info about amateur racing or if you have another race that maybe, hey, I want to get Kiefer and his kid out there to go race our race, let us know where you're at. We love to go race new tracks, ride new areas. I'm all about it, especially if you got good dirt. Some of the most fun I've had on people's private tracks. It's so fun. So if you have a private track and you want some dorks out there riding and talking shit, we'd love to come. <laughs> yep. Frappy uh, Greg. You want Frappy Greg out there? <laughs> no, they don't want Frappy Greg. <laughs> uh, thanks to all of our sponsors and our advertisers that help us do this damn thing. So please support them. It really does help us out. And if you have any questions on uh, the testing side, you know my address. Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. She's yawning. Yep. So that's about a wrap on Heather. 45 minutes and I'm out. And she's out. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Sunday night, mm. Kiefer, I'll be watching MXGPs by myself in bed. Mm. Perfect. Aiden at KieferInkTesting.com, A-D-E-N at KieferInkTesting.com. If you want to know anything about teenage life, taking your girlfriends to the track and getting your parents' approval, maybe that'll be a question. Uh, yeah. How's your questions coming in? Anything? I No, I haven't gotten any. I literally have not gotten any. I check it, too. I don't got any. I, I, I actually check it, too. <laughs> I don't get any. Well, you better check it. I do. I check it. I don't get none. I'm, I'm kind of bummed about it. Hit up Aiden if you uh, have a question. Maybe they're just like, yeah, I'm not going to talk to this idiot kid. I don't mm. want to talk to him. <laughs> I'm a mouth How do you get a mouth breather to answer an email? Hey, can you do this? <laughs> Gosh. Uh... We hope to see you guys at the track. Come say hi. And, uh, when well, because you're super approachable, right? Didn't uh, stop. Okay, your... stop. We got, yeah. That's for another time. That's, that's not, that's, that's a great. That's for another Some time. Some dude tweeted Gosh. that I was unapproachable. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's probably the same guy that wished ill no, will it on said, it, No, it said, it said, you seem unapproachable. I'm like, what the? F-? Yeah, I mean, when you park in North 40, you don't want to talk so, to people. So, okay, here. You got to work for it, If you it, see man. me, <laughs> I usually park away from the normal crowd. One, not because of people. It's quiet. And then I know when people come and talk to me, they're serious. It's got some random dude. Just, hey. Yeah, exactly. So you want to talk, you're serious. You on Instagram. Yeah, it's like, oh, you, oh no, <laughs> I'm on YouTube. I, you're on YouTube, huh? I didn't even know I was on YouTube that much. Uh, so yeah, was, it's not because I don't want to talk to you. I want everyone to come talk. I want, I'm opposite of Steve. I like people, right? but I just like being, I live in the desert for God's sake. So, you know, I like being by myself. Jeez. I mean, it's so pretty obvious. Right. You'll never see us parked right behind a start ever. No, that's lame. Doug, not, you never see me park on vendor road. Like I don't want to be there. Doug told me that one year at vet national, Who's he, Doug? Dubok, okay. he had his motorhome parked right behind the start. Lame. And he said that it broke a window because the rocks just kept hitting it. <laughs> oh. like, that was dumb. Hey, why, would go, do that? why would you do that? Well, Doug is smarter than that. Yeah, why would you? Why? <laughs> it was a long time ago. I don't know when. Jeez. All right, we'll see you next week for some testing knowledge over here on Kiefer Tested. Bye, y'all. Later, guys. See ya.